helped validate people's creativity. Kanye shared his life with us. God is God, there is one God, so you can't play God. Buck sushi. <laughs> Buck sushi. <laughs> Thank you. I never Thank had you. sushi the ever. You never had sushi? Yeah. 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 nothing to me. Ain't new to the ring. I son anybody who wanted with me. The stupidity. If it's I and it's you, then one of these things is losing to me. Who could it be? Who could it be? Will it be you? Indubitably. Host Ader, the undisputed podcast for the independent music industry, with your hosts Clef Wonder, Jordan, and Calvin the Second. Today we have an artist, and I don't say the word artist lightly. Oh wow! Amen. <laughs> hey, yo, real talk, real talk. It's a lot of people who do art professionally. Mm, it's not a lot of people who embody art. Mm, you know what I'm saying? From like the level of intention that goes into the lifestyle to hey. the aesthetic. To the visuals, to the music, hey. to the relationship building. This person we have today is a true artist, also a decorated artist, has worked as a vocalist with people like Moby, people like Madonna, mm. Kali, mm. Lil Nas X, Aye. need I say, Woo. last but not least, Kanye West. For show. Also known as Today, you. ladies and gentlemen, we have Vegas Taylor. Hey, hey, let's hey, hey. that applause real quick. Amen, amen. Yes, sir. Congratulations. All right, bro. I have the energy in here. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. For that. No, no hey, bro. we appreciate you for being here. Seriously. Nah, we, we're, not, <laughs> we're not cutting that at all. Bro, so I want to take it from the top, from the top of the top, right? I want to know the moment you knew I have a gift in music or arts in general. Mm. The moment I knew. Or somebody around you knew. Um, so like when I was in high school, I would always like, I would either be editing photos for people or I would be, a lot of y'all don't know this if, well, if you're from Chicago, you know this, but there's this dance called the hip roll. Mm. I would like literally instruct girls to do the hip roll <laughs> for me. And it was like, just during lunch and then we get to the dance and then they, you know, the song come on and they like, they got to grab me. And it's like, you know, so I just started to notice over time, I helped validate people's creativity. Mm. And I think that like, you know, I can't remember the specific moment, but I think, um, you know, around like high school, middle school and me moving around to different places, I started to notice people would look for me to validate mm. their, um, ex their expressions. Oh, wow. interesting. So, so the gift that you discovered was more so leadership than it was like, I can sing, I can dance. It was more like, oh, people are looking to me to validate me. Yes. Because I feel like it's all encompassing. Like, I think that you do, you know, meet artists who, you know, like you got, shout out to my boy, George Lovett, who was an amazing vocalist and you hear his voice and it's just like, dude, you just, you just, oh my God, you know? Yeah. With me, it's kind of been... Um, just all encompassing, man. You know, so I think that people look to me to uh, be inspired or see what I'm doing and then figure out how can they do something similar. Mm. It's not ever just been one thing, you know. What do you think has been your biggest challenge in being that leader? And like, you know, is that something that you took on instantly like, oh, this is me? Or is it something that was like maybe thrust upon you? You were like, OK, let me see how I can do this and whatever. I feel like it's finding my identity, even mm -hmm. in you guys asking me that question, trying to pinpoint what, as opposed to, you know, just being, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, am I a singer? Yeah. Am I a dancer? 
Am I a video editor? Mm. Am I, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. all these things. Um, so I think that's been my hardest part. I feel like I don't like to be boxed. Yeah, no, yeah. Most people don't like to be boxed. No. But yeah. in truth, you you do have to focus, you know? So yeah. I think in my life, it's come in, in, in spurts. Like, you know, I'll be focused on music and then it'll move me to something else and it'll move me to something else and it'll move me to something else. But mm. it's all me. Which kind of speaks to what I... Yeah. My bad, go ahead. No, I was, I'm sorry. I just like a lot of a lot of shit. Yeah. Which kind of speaks to what I was saying about you embodying artistry. Like I said, there's a lot of people who it's like all their artistry comes out in a craft. You know what I'm saying? Like I express yeah. myself through my vocals. I express myself through my writing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm curious to know if there's ever been a home base for you. Like if, if there's ever been a point where you were like, okay, out of singing, out of graphic design, out of doing visuals, curating events, bro, you do pretty much everything. Like, this one thing feels the most like home to me. Mm. Mm. I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm. Where are you at right now, you. currently? Currently, it is um, branding identity, if I could just give it okay. a title. And it don't have always, it's not always just me. It's me working with somebody else. I think being able to identify and pinpoint certain things that somebody might not see, just having a vision for things and being able to execute. Okay. For sure. That's just, I don't know. That's what it is. No, that's great. No, vision, is, vision is a skill. Really? I really am. Like, y'all asking me that question right now, though, I literally just had to think to myself, like, I still don't really know. I don't know what I'm best at. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, like, that's an interesting thing because, like, you know, yeah, of course you want to always work in that area where you have the most unfair advantage and everything because you don't want it, but that's, like, sometimes other things you do help to enhance that thing and stuff. Has it been difficult for you or, like, what are ways that you've used to actually find that maybe more specific thing? Because there's definitely a power in focus, but, you know, there's also a power in exploration. So, like, how do you balance that and what are things that you've maybe done to find, like, okay, this is what I should focus on in this season? Mm-hmm. I think it's what people what people want of me or what I'm being paid for, maybe. <laughs> that, like, yeah, helps that's me a good answer. Kind of pinpoint, good answer. like, all right, maybe this is what <laughs> you know, I'm, this, strong with, I'm strong at right now. This, this, this is maybe dollars I think you guys <laughs> trying to tell me something. Yeah, if somebody willing to pay you know? money, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I even thought about this today, like, living in Los Angeles, like, you know, I have um, uh, somebody at my studio right now yep. who is, you know, very well known, and... I just see people working around her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, what it feels like to be in that position, which yeah. is still incentive for somebody yeah. at that point because you like, I'm working with such and such and they're going to, you know, put me on and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's crazy because most people really don't want to pay money. They really want to no. skirt no. by and they want they want no. free work and they mm-hmm. want to, you know what I'm saying, barter or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think when somebody's willing to pay me for what I do, mm-hmm. That really means that they see something in me that they don't have and they see it as valuable. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm good at this shit then. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I would say that is right now is create creative direction. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When when somebody is is working on anything, um, a music video, um, just launching, you know, their brand, whatever, putting an event together, they want me to come in and help with the aesthetic. Oh, okay. So they want my mind. It's deep. A creative director. Yeah, I agree, bro. And it's funny because I'm I'm such a fan of your voice. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm such a fan of your your musical artistry. I'm curious to know, you know, what sort of I don't know catalyzed your musical talent. One and two. 
Uh, actually, yeah. What catalyzed your music, musical talent? So, like, where what are your influences musically? So I got a man. My pops. My dad was a, a platter. My dad is a singer. And platter like the group, the platters. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you met you met my dad. I met so your you, pops. You know, yeah. You, you got famous songs from, that they're known for. Uh, Great Pretenders. Hey. Smoke gets in your eyes. Hey. The Platters has been a group that's been remade several times. Mm-hmm. Like the original Platters are all they've all passed away. Oh wow! So you've for had sure. like you know different Platters, but um, yeah, they have a lot of, uh, a lot of records. Oh, those are two that I know for sure, though. No, nah, that's good. Um, but yeah, it was him really. Like, um, I think identifying my gifts and working with me on my gift. I was you know in choir. I was in a Every singer, you got to spend time in, in, in choir and church. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like at least, you know. Oh, no, a lot I mean, of folks. That's we where talking it starts. From real. Mick Jagger to Paul Mc... Like what? You got to get that was, discipline was, in the church, it man. It was five and six singing for Jesus. Man. <laughs> Wait, why, why is that? Can we unpack why it is that the church creates such great artistry? Because like where else you go in society where it's like you're on a stage singing about some so it's like you know that's and you have to consistently do it you have to submit to the rehearsal you have to submit to maybe sometimes an audition process and submit to actually showing up on time those breed if you can't do that on that level you know then yeah you're not really gonna go and it's also like there's skilled singers who are going to actually invest in kids actually doing it so yeah it kind of makes sense like I think they gonna get them ties and the ties and all. <laughs> you know that should be happening during that time. So they like, you know, that shit got to be a one. Mm-hmm. Bring this money in. My my thought hey. is, and Cliff, I'm curious to hear your thought on this. Like growing up in the church as well. Okay. My thought is like in the church, mm-hmm. people prioritize emotional connection to what you're singing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think that you you get a lot of great vocalists that come out of church because they're singing to God. And yeah, it's like the only yeah. way like you warrant a response in church is if you emote and you, you know what I'm saying? That's like, very deep. Very you know deep what I mean? So I, I, that's my theory. But does, does anybody No, that's ever... good. I mean, well, I'll let Cargo first up, but that's good. Sim- okay. I was about to say something, but simplify that for me one more time because I was about to say something that you... you... It's, it's the emotional connection. It's like church is the one space where it's not about how you look. It's not about anything other than like can you get somebody to connect with God? Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I was a, I was an organist in church. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how I started. So I started as an organist in church. But when it comes to, I guess what proving yourself, basically, it's as much that it's just like you have to play a certain way, perform a certain way, sing a certain way, that you know. I guess brings out the Holy Spirit, depending on where you're at. Like, I'm Kojic, so, like, our entire being in church is basically a performance. Like, every Kojic <laughs> service is basically a live show. Like, um, I, was ra- I was raised on just straight-up musicals when it insane. comes to church. It's just like, they was just like, it'll just be church musicals. That's it. You just go to church at night, and it's just like, this choir, Cincinnati choir, this place coming out, you know, doing all this stuff. So, and that's how I got into church. And like, it's like, I realized that there were more people going to church as more people in church or what the church music does for them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people not listening to them sermons. A lot, because I mean, it, it, it's not nothing new about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. So, is, is it? 
<laughs> like, no, we, real talk. Got, we got a third testament coming out. I mean, but no, ain't nothing new. So, so you know, there's also also a new way to deliver a message. You know, you also go have new generations. But when you're by the time you're thirty, if you're raised in the church, you should know what you know. I yeah. I go to a different type of church. I'm so sorry, y'all. I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like my church is great. So I mean, yeah. I'm like, I mean, you can, you can say that. I mean, I, I I believe it. I believe it with some people. Like I believe it with some people. But for me, I'm just like, I get no. I get what you're saying. I, I just had, your point. I was is not, churched out by 18. No, I get it. Uh, I was it, was, like, it was it was a lot. Four days a week, and I was just like, all right. But yeah, to, to Jordan's point and everything, and no, and absolutely everything you're saying. But like, yeah, like it's it's. It's a lot of these people, one, you know, when we talk about church, we're also talking about something spiritual, not something that's just tangible. Right. So, like, just like, you know, you could feel something emotionally from where people have all these spiritual things and whatnot. There's a spiritual exchange when you're actually connecting with the source and yep. stuff. And so if you're able to do that, now you know that pathway is there. And it's like people using that in other areas of their life. So if you're able to sing and emote and touch somebody with your spirit and your soul and whatnot, and you're doing that now with any other type of music. It's, it's you know, the same thing, just a different route. So being able to do that, like, I think you said that, Jordan. But, yeah, no, learning how to do that and actually emoting in a way to where, wow, somebody feels it and they're not you and everything. Yeah. That's like, that's one of, if you don't have that as an entertainer or performer, there's just, you have a ceiling where you're not going to go past. You're just yeah. kind of singing a song. You, you learn the most essential part. Of yeah. connecting as an artist in that space. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, assuming that you broke. And hopefully, space. and that usually for most people, that's maybe the one time where they're doing something full out, like to wherever their uh, connection with God is. They're like, okay, especially when they're kids, they're able to do it with full abandonment. They're not jaded yet and stuff, and so they're able to be like, no, I'm really singing to Jesus. He about to hear these notes. I've been yeah. practicing Jesus, ah, yeah. And, yeah. and hit the note. I would so, I would like to say to that though, sometimes it's not always. Your uh, vocal ability, mm, dope, that's, you know, it's more think. the conviction. That's I think exactly it. Sometimes, mm, like yeah. you can just see somebody really believe yeah. themselves, and we feel it on the outside. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, some people Absolutely. are so focused on perfection, you know, and um, it's not always the voice. Being around so many singers, yeah. I've learned that, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely a difference between a singer and an artist. Right, and we want just. We want to believe you, whatever it is, yeah. you know, however we get, receive it, you know what I'm saying? I love that you said that because that made me think of one of my most interesting questions that I have for singers. So, the difference in skill level, or I don't want to say talent, but the difference in maybe skill level and lead singers and background singers, I've noticed, is usually very different. Most background vocalists I know are insane. And the lead singer, they're good. They're capable and everything, but they have something different. What would you say is the difference between that? Or why is why does that connection maybe there? And I guess for people who would maybe want to go from background singer to lead uh, singer, how could that switch happen? That's good. Mm. I don't, I think it has to be natural. I don't think you can mm. create it. It's like an it factor. Mm. Front men, people who are are, are are front men and have it factor just are born with it, I think. Mm. So to me, what you don't do is force it. Okay. What you don't do is try to okay. force edge and try to force, you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't going to feel right. I done seen some amazing singers cut some records and it just be like, <sighs> this sounds yeah. crazy. It don't yeah. sound real. I think that it really is, like I said before, the, just the conviction. 
You know, some some people who are in the front and they may not sing as well, they're checking boxes other ways. And mm. it's interesting yeah. to somebody yeah. enough that they want to be that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's innovative, it's different. You know what I'm saying? With with some background vocalists, um, I think there's space for everybody, right? Because yeah, yeah. being the yeah, front yeah. man ain't so necessarily. I'm not the, even all, I, I didn't want to make it either. seem like it's a one is better or worse and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Cause I just don't believe that. But I've always noticed that like yeah, the background singer are nasty. Mm-hmm. Like they're like maybe different level, and the lead would be like they're cool. Mm. But so I could say this as an example, yeah. right? Somebody I've worked with who was a background singer trans- transitioning into th- their artistry. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm working with them on their set. They need my mind for everything. Mm-hmm. They don't wake up with the vision. Mm-hmm. They not trying to sit with me in their edit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very much so willing to give Woo! their identity away. And I think any artist, you're not going to be willing to do that. Nah. It's yours. Not it's your baby. You wake up with it. You know, I feel like a lot of people, even who I know who have amazing voices, they cover a lot of songs, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. not a lot of identity. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? What is this? Yeah, that was been, that's been a thing for me as an artist and everything. Like, People be like, oh, you should do cover songs. And I'm like, it's just hard for me to do it. Not th- like, and I n- need to let it go. But for me, it takes, I put so much effort into perfecting my own stuff. It's like for me to like, you wrote this already. You getting paid. I'm going to sing my stuff. You know, I've learned, of course, you know, you have to do it with intent for a specific reason for audience sake and everything. But that's an interesting, but I never would have thought about that. Yeah. That's nah. very deep. So question. Crazy. So you've worked with some household names. You've worked with people like Madonna, Lil Nas X, Khalid. Um, this small, small. So, question. That's nice that you give back. It's so weird to hear it back. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's a flex. It's a flex. What is your experience working with these artists specifically? One by one. Wait, who did you name off? <laughs> well, I, said, I said Madonna, Lil Nas X, and Khalid. And granted, there's more, but those are the three I'm curious about currently. Madonna, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X, and Khalid. Yes, sir. Okay. Can I? Um, well, okay. Everything was great with each. Um, but if I would speak to one, oh, let me actually, I'll go down the list for each Don't one. Hit. Okay. What okay. was dope about Khalid was my first time ever doing Co- Coachella. Mm. So I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope that he was so young, um, you know, and just in the position that he was in. So, you know, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Nas X, I think what I appreciated with him was the movement around him. I think similar to Beachella. Right. They they put a spotlight on dancers. Uh, it was everybody okay. on stage okay. was important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like from that, we started to move into knowing who choreographers were, knowing who dancers are, um, you know. And from that, um, my experience with Little Nas felt like he had the best of the best, literally the best of the best. Shout out to Sean Bankhead. Shout out to Tyreek. Patterson, there's so many people I'm not naming, but those are two specifically mm, yeah. um, that I know were on that gig. And, you know, I think just with what he's doing right now and what he's saying, um, it was amazing to see high functioning men in that position, yeah. you know, who identify gay, straight, bi, whatever, um, just for the cause. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There was a moment with the the, the war show that we did, particularly we had to walk through the lobby to get to the venue, mm-hmm. which is not, you don't ever do that. You yeah, know, it's, that's well, never happens. Um, and we were not in LA, we were in Las Vegas. And I mean, we, there was, they, they had the guys who was dressed like femme, 
I don't know if y'all know what Fem is, but the Fem guys. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, had no, more no, no. the Trey niggas. Y'all know what well Trey is? I don't know I, the second I, one. I know now what Trey is. All right, so Trey is like a nigga that's like, you he's would never gay. know they was gay, but yeah, they He's gay. gay, but you don't know. Yeah, they're so, giving like everything okay. that's like, you know what I'm saying? So they had the Trey dudes, um, and then they had the choir. We were dressed in, I don't even know what, but it was like some sparkly shit. But everybody was Sparky. definitely pushing into the tension, visually, right? Right. So we in Vegas, and we had to walk through the lobby to get to the venue. Mm-hmm. And just seeing the reactions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That was very fascinating. That was a moment that I'll never forget. Because one, it showed me I live in a bubble, mm-hmm. in L.A. maybe, and being an artist oh, too, where the what? world ain't really... Everybody ain't there yet, you know what nah. I'm saying? Um, but also just like the people who you could see were going beyond what they know. You know what I'm saying? They were like, okay, this is new, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, just showing love. So that was what was dope about him. I just like what's going on around him, particularly and again, what he's doing for the dance, the dancers. Um, and then Madonna, I mean, she's just a legend. You know, um, I love seeing her be so hands-on. Mm. We had to wear all black in rehearsals. Mm. Um, everything was very, I mean, we were Did at she say this. why all black? Because she needed a blank canvas, I guess. Okay. Shit. A little, you know, extra hey, she ain't mean, unsuccessful, but you Madonna, so, so you do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's been working for her. She had eucalyptus seeping through the air, the ventilation everywhere. Like, it was just so such a big level. And that was my first time working with a uh, a major artist, like a big artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had to come and look at everybody's hair and, you know, it just reminded me of like B, you know how you got some artists who are so um, hands on, you know what I mean? So I really enjoyed that experience with, with her. And it was my first experience too. So as you were saying before, you know, all the people that you've worked with, my, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be very curious about like, so you were in, you know, Sunday service. Kanye West, world-renowned, hey. gospel entourage, really. Mm, so gospel that's, entourage. That's right, more than a choir. It was more than a choir. It was more than a choir. You know, you know. Times, we was like, so, fans is, Kanye fans is crazy. We was about to beat them up. Right. Yeah. Real. So, like, you know, first, you know, if you could just shed some light on that experience. I know. Anybody that's listening, anybody that's watching, it's just like, we want to know what was that like. We saw the videos, we saw all this energy, we saw all this stuff. We saw Tori Kelly show up, we saw hallelujahs. I remember that day. So, yeah, so didn't you? I was there when Tori Kelly came out. Oh, for sure? Exactly. So, like, I mean, you know, I found out she was black. I was like, she Puerto Rican. Yes, she Puerto Rican. She Puerto Rican. No, no, no. Which she quarter black. Afro Latina. She's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Love continue. Anyway, she is well loved. It's still a problem. Yeah, she's well loved. She's using the N word. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I don't. I think she's half black. But anyway, keep going. Keep going. Hey, don't do it. <laughs> nah, she's like, questions. she's like logic. Like logic looks too white to be. He knows it. You can't. But logic is saying, black. Logic is black. I we'll understand. Get back to it, Clef. What's up? <laughs> Just don't say the N word. You look it, too white. It, it, so, get back to what we said. If you could shed some light. Oh, what's that? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, yeah. like, you got it. Yeah, yeah. If you can share some light on that experience, give people some little background, what that was like, day to day, the trips, stuff like that. And then, you know, I got to follow up afterwards, you know, but I'll let you do that first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so it was an amazing experience. It went on for about three years plus. I don't think anybody expected it to 
last that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was amazing about it was a lot of us had worked together prior to that mm-hmm. gig. Um, and we got to travel together. We um, we had our own private plane. Yep. Um, so we were seeing the same crew all the time. Um, you know, it was really like a feeling of family. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we were around each other so much. I mean, let's say if the week started Monday, we're rehearsing till Wednesday. We're flying out to where we don't know. Yeah, you know, you we know, would you know. find out every Wednesday where we were going. And then we would go, we would come back Monday, we would do the same exact thing. And I mean, that went on like every week, every week. So it was just an amazing experience. Um, If I'm honest, at a certain point though, you know, most people, they, 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 uh, they pray, you know, can I, can I get the touring experience? Can Mm -hmm. I, you know? Yeah. Uh And it got to a point where it was just like, yo, every week, like, how do I even, if you got kids, if you got a dog, what do you do? So it was definitely a lot. Mm-hmm. As amazing as it was, it was a lot to deal with, um, just kind of with such a demanding schedule. Um, but I'll share, like, you know, as far as the worship um, and it being real, you know, there were times that we would come in heavy and, you know, spiritual warfare was real. We would yeah, feel yeah. it in the room and we would like literally come into rehearsal. We have a whole list of songs Kanye wants us to learn and you know, they revamp them and they rewrite them and then we do it and it changes in rehearsal and it's always changing. But there'd be times we'd come in heavy, man, and we literally would worship for real. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And go home. And that would just be the hit. And that oh, would be rehearsal. So this, there was nothing performative about this. Y'all were actually connecting with God in this experience. Yes, I would say there was a particular moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe it shifted a little bit. At a, at a certain point. Okay. Yeah. But there was a moment that I think, especially when it first started, which I was in a part when it first started, yeah. that was very real. It was for for Kanye, you know? Um, and then as it grew, um, I think, you know, when we were doing like uh, Jimmy Kimmel and all of that and Jesus is King came out and stuff, like that was still a very, very real moment. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it was, it was real. We were, we were, I mean, we were just so happy. Kanye shared his life with us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. He has a ranch in, uh, um, somewhere. I don't want to say it. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah. Somewhere. And, you know, just getting to know his kids. So the kids love service and they would mm-hmm. literally be running in between us. Like, you know, they knew all the songs. They were coming to rehearsals. You know, it was a That's very dope. good moment uh, in his family. And I just felt like we all were truly riding, riding a high, man. Yeah, we, got yeah, these, sure. we got these little chains. So this is how you know the real, bro. If you see anybody <laughs> with one of these, like... We just really bonded in a moment. Um, we were making consistent money. Mm-hmm. He was taking care of us, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it was definitely um, uh, an, an unmatched experience. Nobody right. who was a part can ever say that it wasn't amazing, but it did come with a lot of work. A lot of work. No, that, that's dope. I mean, that, that's something that I think a lot of times people don't realize is as amazing as things can be at a certain point it gets to work and one of the weird sayings that I have is like you only know you really had something when you're able to take it for granted or be a little bit jaded by it that means you really had it Mm -hmm. it's like oh you had that thing it was like oh okay it was laborious it was like it wasn't just a good time that's almost anything in life Mm -hmm. you really had it if you could be like oh whatever mom that means you really had a mom (laughs) (laughs) oh I can't stand this mansion you have mansion (laughs) (laughs) so you had an experience so 
it's not a bad thing, you know. Um, but yeah, what were some things you learned from that experience? Hmm. Yeah. Come on. If you ever touring, mm. pack snacks. Because <laughs> you don't know when you're going to eat. And when they say you're going to eat, you might not. So get your snacks ready. Oh, you're preaching today. You know Go what I'm ahead. saying? Come with. I would say also mm. snacks. Investing. We're talking about touring again. Mm. Investing in like neck pillows. Yeah. Learning how to pack. Pack your bag two days in advance. Mm. Like okay. literally have it by the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what else did I learn? I learned two um, days in advance. Two days, honestly, like for real, for real. Just slowly but surely start adding stuff Mm -hmm. into the bag. And like, well, what are some things that like you you saw from that whole thing, just in different ways of the production, to where like I'm gonna incorporate some of this into my life. Like, ooh, wow, I see how they're doing it. That's how a vision can be accomplished. I'm going to incorporate this yeah. in some way. You know, there might have been a million things, but you know. I think, okay, like with my new venture, my studio, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm financially in a position to, um, you know, uh, make more decisions and being, and being able to uh, execute, like yeah. have an idea, make it happen. I think that for me is really like watching him not really compromise the aesthetic, like, mm. you know, um, really mm. making sure it was strong. Mm. And and you don't always have enough time to do that. Yeah. But um, I think when you have the means to make it right, like, I guess that that's something that I learned. Um, a lot of the other things, man, I just, I ain't got that bag like Kanye, so yeah, I can't yeah. even. But no, 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 but it was, you know, I love the aesthetic world, thing. Yeah. Mm. Cause like I remember there was a video, y'all. It was all black and that light coming down. And one of the things that I loved about it, they were just like kids just running around in the background. And I don't know oh, that why was that studio. was. Yeah. I don't know why that was so Warehouse. cool to me. But it was just like, yo, that's insane, and that's a decision and a choice that was made to have that that's on true. screen. Yeah. And I don't. It just brought so much more life to it to me. They're like, yo, they were like, oh yeah, just, just run around and play in the back. Wow. For no. You know reason. what? It's crazy. Like those yeah. moments are not. Um, like they weren't. Uh, what's what I'm trying to say? It wasn't he like didn't plan stage. for that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't stage. Yeah, yeah. That was literally like impulsive. What we wore was impulsive. Like everything, I think was. That's another thing with him. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever. Not he's not going to compromise the look, but he might switch it five minutes later, mm-hmm. and we're gonna work it out. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it was very much so not planned. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So he was really. He's, he's creatively malleable. Like he can identify something quickly and be like, "That needs to shift." Yes. Mm-hmm. There it's was one cool. time we did an opera, and well, first off, we done a couple operas. I, I just got to shout out the opera where he. I was uh, at the opera where, where he it was did like thirty 10, degrees. 10. Yeah, we was cold as hell for that one. <laughs> and there was another one where he had painted us all silver. And mm-hmm. there was a, a meme going around of him calling him Tintin Man. You know, he was silver. I don't know if y'all saw that with like the I champagne glass. I saw that, yeah. But like that. Opera was nuts because literally, like, we was painted silver from head to toe. But um, there was another one, like, he, I don't know, like, literally impulsively started to hand the choir, like, instruments and masks, you know, like, in real time, we singing it. We don't play in- these instruments he's pl- he's handing us. We don't even know how to play. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> like, we sit here kind of like, what do we do? And, you know, so it was literally that type of impulse, man, where yeah. we would just kind of be rolling with the punches, you know? Or, uh-huh. Spirit led. Oh, man, like it's so many things that I'm like, man, I wish I could even just 
think about it off the top of my head as far as it, it, the, the impulsiveness. Like, it would mm-hmm. literally be so random. We would just be switching things up literally last yeah. minute. But well, that's good, though. I, I, feel like, I feel like sometimes when people with less budgets, of course, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, people are maybe scared to make changes to stuff. They're like, no, we thought about this. We have to. So I feel like that can be empowering. Like, okay, this guy had not unlimited, but you know, vastly, yeah, <laughs> you know, nice voice. Band, and he was, he wasn't scared to make a change and be like, actually not nah, this. Now he's a true not. creative mind, bro. And speaking, yeah. and speaking to which, like as a creative mind, as we know, mm-hmm. that comes with much controversy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. curious to know as somebody who, you know, Kanye was definitely very paramount to your career. Mm-hmm. Were there any challenges that you faced or are there any challenges that you faced recently as he's become even more controversial? Well, not some more, not recently, Mm-hmm. because we're not doing it anymore. Um, I think there was always endless discussion of Kanye where I, wherever I would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of people in the choir, because they came from a church background. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of pushback for him even stepping foot in the church or doing right. gospel music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Right. But um, I know when he was running for president, there was that, that we were part of that era. Okay. And that was pretty interesting to try to navigate that and figure out you know, how do I feel? You know? Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, what do I want to do? Uh-huh. What do I want to do? Um, I would say that a lot of us who were a part of the choir, I think, um, have been working in the industry for, for a long enough to have our own opinion and not necessarily need the job, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of us have um, seen certain things and we've not agreed with it and stand firm and not agreeing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, mind you, always honoring, just like, you know, you got that uncle where it's like, damn, he get the drinking and it's like, yep. not saying yay, but he get the drinking and it's like, fuck. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You don't understand what you're about yeah. to do. I brought my friends and they gonna talk about you and I'm gonna have to defend you and you know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah, so yeah. I felt like we were always prepared, prepared for that because in truth, he did show his heart to us. Right? Yeah. He did show his heart to us. And I'll never forget that. I mean, I can undoubtedly say that he changed all of our lives. Yeah. Everybody who was involved, he changed our lives just to show us what it looks like to be treated like that for that long and to get that much access to things. You know, even, I mean, we had a link for the shoes. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. being black people who had something that people wanted. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we were put in that position. So nobody can ever say that you know, we um, weren't truly blessed in that. But him supporting Trump or him running for president, like, mm. all right, you know. No, I get that, that. That's fair and everything because, like, if you think about, there's millions of people around the world who work for a lot of different companies. These companies do everything. These CEOs do a lot of stuff and whatnot. So if you're, if you have to now be accountable for every single move, like, are we holding that standard to y'all for everybody else. Oh, yeah. you work for Coca-Cola. Cool. You know what they did in Brazil? You know what they did in Chile? Oh, you're like, talking about like all the... the, the I'm ch- talking about high-level stuff, not people, just people's opinions. Yeah, I, I'm I, talking I about it. you working for companies that's maybe dismantling governments. Right. And yeah, right. I mean, they are dismantling about? governments. It's capitalism. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm talking about directly. That's another story. But I'm just saying that like, you know, it, is everybody going to be held accountable for what their employer does? No. Or is it just like you know, oh, well, we, he's an entertainer, so it's y'all fair game. You know what's funny? I think people who don't live in L.A. and yeah. people who don't do what we do, they don't understand the full scope. Mm-hmm. They'll see you and, and judge you 
for mm. saying yes to a gig maybe even right when they don't mm. know why you took the gig you might really right. have needed the money yeah you know what i'm saying but they think that it's so much more so layered and it's like sometimes it's as simple no, as like, a check. i needed the job right. you know yeah. so i feel like um i've have experienced that with people outside of la who don't for sure who don't know any better but yeah i i, I would just say to that like with all that circulating especially around his name right now mm. You know, you definitely got to always pick and choose battles. I yeah. just, I, 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 and I would say, you know, God is God. There is one God. So you can't play God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there are consequences for your actions sometimes and nobody's exempt from that. You know, yeah. we're not, he's not nobody. So I think that that's just that. Um, but as far as, you know, him and, and seeing his, his uh, sincerity, Mm-hmm. I think that that's always something I'll I'll defend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a free thinker, and that don't always mean you got to say what you, everything that you yeah. feel. Because right. I don't. No, yeah, no, 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 I, no, I don't. I'll be you honest, and everything. I was just talking to somebody about this earlier today before I got here. It's like I personally, and this is just me personally. I personally didn't get why people. I put it like this: I love Ye and everything. I've loved his music, but I never was like thought that his words, his words like have to move me. Like, right. oh my God, he did this. I'm sad. What? Yeah. I have a real life. <laughs> I am worried about my family, my bills. If somebody else has an opinion over there, like, and that's again, that's just me. I'm right. not saying that anybody else has to agree mm-hmm. with me, but I was always like shocked when like, I can't believe he did this. I'm like, is yo, is he paying your bills right. or something? Why yeah, it's interesting. Cele- celebrities definitely become thought leaders and it's because they've acquired a level of success that like, most people mm-hmm. only dream of. So yeah, naturally, yeah, yeah. we associate that level of success with like, you understand politics. Mm-hmm. You understand real estate. You understand all these things. And it's like, no, you understand how to make great music. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And great art that people consume. And just right. like, it just right. I don't know, personally, it just never, I just didn't give a lot of what he did so much weight to the point of like, Kanye said this. No, it's like, sir. I said that. Yeah. I'm a I grown said that man all the time, man. Like I'm I, a grown man. I would man. literally go when people say, "Oh, he did this." He's like, "I'm like, I okay. get these group text messages in the mornings <laughs> of just like, you see this, you see this, you see that." It's respect to them, you know, these homies. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't want to say that because I don't want to disrespect anyone yeah, yeah, else's like interest in that. Not just interest. Maybe maybe it does affect them. Mm. But I'd be like, I know. It don't affect me in any way. It, it doesn't. And it, I try, and I, sometimes I'll be looking for a way. Like, well, if this happened, no, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. It's like, another as, man's in fact, opinion. most things he does gets him further away from having any effect on me mm-hmm. because he gets less and less a grip on how the industry works because he makes the industry. He makes his industry work for him. Yeah. He has zero interest in how your industry works. Yeah. His industry works for him. So that's why his association with, you know, big company this, big name that, is only going to affect you so long. I mean, like, it's going to it's, it's gonna affect you if you wanted to own all of the easy line. Because right. it might not, there is <laughs> no. So, right. but, like, it's going to be a little challenging to get those But outside of that, rubies. it's just like, you know, for what we do, it's just like, it's, you know, there has always been outlandish artists. Yeah. Always, always, you know, and um, and I still look at no matter what Kanye does, whatever his network is, um, I still always look at him as an artist. And I when yeah. I when I paint him in that light, no matter what else he's done, I'm just like, we've had shit tons of crazy artists, outlandish free thinkers, whatever you want to call them. 
for a thousand years. Yeah, right. and also it's uh, also a thing of like I don't have to agree with him. Mm. It's like oh dang he thinks that oh I don't agree. Anyway, what are we getting for lunch? Right. That's about right, the effect right, right, right. that's on my but life. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a real but thing, people man. That's be a real crying. thing. I don't know. I'm glad yeah, we were it's able a real to talk Separating the, the man from the artist is just so important. Yeah, art from the with artist. Him. Yeah. I mean, you. we've had these conversations because you, you got the Kanye's, you got the R. Kelly's, and you got the... Um... Taylor Swift. Well, I, I wasn't going to say Taylor Swift. <laughs> the MJ's, yeah. I was like, oh, the, I was like that's, that's, what's the obvious one? All right, bro. So you spoke... You know about working with Miss Teen. I think what's interesting about you, man, is like all of your different gifting brings you to working with people at a high level. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's really because of your loyalty to the art in all forms. And I think one of the things I respect about you is your visual aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And bro, I want you to speak to the journey that led you to opening BT Studios. Man, so. This guy, Caleb, I took a picture of him one Sunday and I took it on my iPhone, right? And I just know how to use an iPhone so well. Mm -hmm. So, like, people saw it and they was like, yo, like, this is crazy. So, I became the guy for pictures. Like, literally, right, okay. after every service, everybody wanted to take a picture for the gram and there's a line. Yeah. Literally a line for me to take pictures. It got to a point, like, going to different cities, I'm like, okay, we got, like, a lunch break for, like, two hours. I mm -hmm. can't spend 30 minutes taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? But from that it really moved me into the area of like creative direction. Yeah. So I would work on people's sets and I'm like, okay, I'm giving aesthetic, giving aesthetic, booking peer spaces. So during quarantine, you know, I just had the idea to like open my own studio and work out of my own studio and figure out how I want to curate stuff there. Yeah. You know, um, and BT Studios is downtown Los Angeles, mm -hmm. South Park, beautiful, beautiful, uh, loft, very high ceilings. Um, I was able to just, man, sh dream and make it happen, honestly. Like, Amen. we built everything in the space. Um, I've never painted and plastered and spackled and all of that it was new to me. So us speaking to, like, creatively dippling and dabbling, like, I didn't even know I was good at these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were so, sawing that wood piece. What was that wood joint man, that we, we had to saw in half? My, my front wall, <laughs> literally, we cut it in half. Yeah. I had this big wall that was so large, I had movers come to get it. And when they came, and it was down to like 20 minutes, they had to leave. It wouldn't fit through the door. So I'm like, yo, what am I going to do? So we had to literally saw it in half. And it just sat in my space for a month with no idea of what it would become. And it's my strongest piece now. Like... Literally, when you look at it, it's it's you would just never know what it looked like before. Um, I gotta come check it out just for that. That's yeah, the only reason bro. I'm honestly, everybody gotta come check I'm it out. I'm very happy with it, my, and, and honestly, I gotta shout out my mom because she came and flew in, and you know, my mom loves me, and I'm you know, literally, she's obsessed with me. But Amen. she came in like on some momager shit, bro. Mm -hmm. She was like, no, no, mm -hmm. no, no. It has to be impressive. She said it has to wow me. Yeah. Everything has to wow me. And we finally got to that point. Mm -hmm. Bro, she ain't, she is not playing, bro. She is not playing. So, yeah, VT Studios, it is um, a creative studio downtown. Uh, multi multiple uses, honestly. Um, what are some how, of how, uses? how are people using it? Yeah, yeah. What are the uses? Man, we've had sound baths. We've had um, sound baths. Yeah. Shout out D. I've loved yeah, those. Ah. Yo, you know, she, we did, is like, she still downtown? She yeah, and she do sound baths. Cool. Bet, she gonna hit you up. Who? Was the, that our girl uh, from Detroit? Yeah. 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 Woo -woo. Actually, yeah, that's a good plug. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're we digress. Up. And I've been using all women, all black women, too. So She's black oh, woman. She's I a black woman. I would love that. Um, she loves bathing so, the sound. Pull up, girl. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I've been having, like, birthday gatherings. Um, we did a viewing party for Soul Train. I've done um, title sessions for GoGo. We did a virtual a concert there. Um, man, it, it the, the, because the kitchen is in the main space, it's just so many things you can do with it, man. It is truly a multi-purpose space. Yeah. You, you can it. do damn near anything in there. Yeah. yeah, man. I got Amber Riley there right now as we speak. She's shooting. Oh, oh snap. Yeah, man. Oh, I literally snap. and hopefully Yo. this comes out when the when when it um when it drops. You know what I'm saying? But oh yeah. So I, I said what's up. She probably don't remember me that much though. Well, she I know you probably worked me. with her with Todrick, huh? You probably oh, yeah, I worked on Forbidden, but I also worked with her a little bit when she was back when she was at a uh, Brown Project, you know. But that's yesteryear oh. for all of them, you know. Yes, for Color Block Magazine, I got to shout them out too. Amen. Um, it's it, you know their 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 magazine promotes like uh, body positivity, so it was an honor to have them in the space. But it's really it's really um, incredible. It's my first space and i'm looking to have this be a series of spaces mm -hmm. in different places bt studios across la county well no in different cities oh different cities yeah, we getting up out of oh, california you know what? That's actually that rent better, is though. high yeah that rent high, high. Yeah. Yeah. and how can people uh find bt studios and book it so it has a uh instagram page so mm -hmm. first let me shout out my personal page hey uh vegas taylor uh v-e-g-a-z vegas with a z t-a-e L-O-R Taylor with a E music. Vegas Taylor music. All one word. Um, and VT Studios, the studio page. It's VT Studios 22. VT as in Tom Studios 22, the, the, the numbers. For sure. All right, before we, before we do the rap, uh, I got a, just a quick question before we, you know, lighten it up. And this is like, you can keep this as short as possible, but I just want to get like something blunt out of this. Like, you've been in LA a decade, right? So... What's something basically that you did or was part of something natural who you are in the industry? So whether it's music or even performance, video, whatever, what's something that you was like, this was what you were doing when you got here and you're like, now I don't fuck with that shit no more. Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. 50-50 mm. door splits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring them shows. No, no, none of them door splits. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, it maybe was the, sh the 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 structure of some shows. Yeah. It's not that I want to be willing to do shows anymore, but it's the structure of some shows. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, coming to a, a venue and you only can accommodate the track. Mm. Ain't no ain't no band. You want me to just perform with a track? Like, mm -hmm. nah, yeah. yeah, I ain't doing that no more. Right. So nah. I would say maybe that's it, really, because I'm kind of doing the same stuff, but. Yeah, I think as what I've done a lot less, I've been doing a lot less is shows, mm -hmm. and it's just a gotta. It, I don't know, it just gotta accommodate the gift, man. Right. Yeah. No, For it's sure. cool to like admit and know that you're maybe more than just a singer. Like it's not just singing. It's like now I'm an artist, and that's one way that I can just you know display my art. But it's not the only way, and it's not you know. My, my thing is, I don't perform anywhere if I don't have a monitor. I hate mm -hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. It makes me. And I have a standard of the it. experience that I want to create for my audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, that's a part of my artistry. They expect a certain caliber of experience from me. I have expectations yeah. of You know what I'm yeah. saying? For sure. You shouldn't see the artists, what they're wearing before they come out. Like, there needs to be a green room. Like, it's those little elements that I think yeah. make yeah. a show special. Like, why not? Like, artist I mean, experience is necessary. 
Like mingling, yeah. have y'all ever experienced mingling with people before you go on and they like, oh nigga, you about to kill it. I know you like all that oh, energy like before that. I'm on like stage. That, I don't like that. That's nah. the worst. I, ain't trying to... I mean, that's that's why you need that separation. <laughs> nah, yeah. it's like, because are they actually getting a show? I want that anticipation to build in them. I, I have the, you know, the excitement. I want y'all to have that excitement. Yeah. Yep. Sure. So it's special. I'm not on stage. It's not like, oh yeah, he was walking. He just walked on stage. Right. Hey. It's so, yeah. it's so whack. Like, <laughs> it's so whack, bro. Yeah, All right, bro. That's good. Two truths and a lie. Mm. Two truths and a lie. Tell us three things about yourself. One of them got to be a lie. We got to guess which one the lie. We gonna guess what this three is. Three things and about myself. You don't myself. tell us which one is right until all three of us have put our guesses in. Exactly. Because that got little three things about yourself. One of them got to be a lie. We guess what the lie is. Okay. Mm-hmm. You the know other two got to be true. Bro, so it's gonna be a little rough. No, no, no. But just don't say yes or no until all three of us have put in our answers. Okay. And I'll and I'll go last. Yeah. yeah, yeah he'll go last. He'll go, go last. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I. Love celery. Mm, off to a good start. Um, I sniff pillows. Mm, also off to a good start. That's good. Um, I've never had sushi. <sighs> we were doing so good. <laughs> we were doing so good. Them, um, them, them. I, I did that shit on the spot. I'm actually okay, happy okay, about that. All right, all right. <laughs> the first two were great, by the way. Just want to give you kudos there. Uh, <laughs> Watch so, your ass be wrong. You're going to be wrong. I just don't. I, there's one. I, even if you say that it's wrong, I'm just not going to believe you because I know that it's not true. Shit. Period. I know which one you're talking about. Nah, I know. I feel I like, know. Bro, I that, know. Shit, that shit true. Oh. People be accidentally anyway. Go ahead. All right, so hold up. What were the first two? I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> and actually, by the way, I don't, I don't even know the answer to this one, so I'm excited. Uh, which one? He though? said. What were the first two? He said he loves celery. Loves celery. Okay. Sniffs pillows. Sniffs pillows. And I've never he's had. Never had sushi. And he's never had sushi. All right. Yeah. This so, is gonna be new uh, to me. Uh, so, Carl, okay. if you know yours, you can no, go. go ahead, if go not, ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and go mine unashamedly. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that. First two are true, the last one is a lie. And even if you just tell me it's different, I'm still believing that. Don't tell us if it's true or not. We're going on to him. Uh, yeah. Jordan knows if you sniff pillows or not. By the way, I just want to put that out. <laughs> he knows. I think it's just the lies, the sniff pillows. But what? The first one? The, the sniff pillows is the lie. Sniff pillows is the lie? Yeah, what'd you say? I'm gonna say the sushi is a lie. That's yeah. I mean, granted, I would, I've actually never had sushi with you, but I just doubt that you lived. That's what I'm saying. Like 31 I, years of life, I, and you've I, never had sushi. Lie. I don't care I what like you tell sushi, me. I feel like the sushi is the lie, but I'm not gonna. I, and I can say why because he has everyone's answer. Yeah, no, I no, felt no, like no, the we'll sushi was a lie only because mm-hmm. the last thing it took you to, to think about everything else came out, and then there was a 30 second break to pick out. That's so, fine. I feel My like the thing sushi is, is a lie. I feel like the sushi is a lie because even if for some reason he super avoided sushi and everything, like he hasn't really said anything about like, you know, dietary restrictions this whole time. Maybe I missed it. I got here mad late. But I believe believe that he would have accidentally ate some sushi by mistake or something and been like, oh, but that still counts. You can't live in L.A. and not have had sushi. That's what I'm saying. It's such an L.A. thing. That's what I'm saying. 
No, it's possible. I, uh, it's I feel like unlikely. the top tier, like it's the most, highly the most quintessential bougie LA experience is Nobu. You know what I, I'm saying? But, like, I, but I, don't, I don't fuck with this shit. You've had it. No, though. but you've had it. You've though. had it. But, had it but you were saying quintessential about LA. I had sushi. Have once. you been to Nobu? No, I've only had sushi in Boston. He I might. No, no, this is what I'm sushi saying. in Boston. I, I'm not saying that it's it impossible to. I hated it when I had it. I'm not saying that it's impossible to have never had sushi, but, and he's clearly a different individual. Blah blah blah. That's a strong-willed that you are super strong-willed. That's real, yo. That you, real talk. Like you know, if you say, girls. What? You think I a girl you. is gonna let you get away with not trying to not attempting to like it? That's more real peer what? pressure what? than, than, than cocaine or, or weed or you anything, said you bro. Got a what? You said a girl you are strong-willed. You're with some girl, somebody's gonna be upset and just be like, no, but please just try it. Please just try it. And this at a certain point, a guy's is gonna be like, I don't actually care that much. Let me just bro, try this, this is, damn sushi. This I don't is a great it. build. I'm so ready for your answer. So I'm going to give it wait, to wait, before you. There's nothing your, you can wait, tell me that you makes me believe your that's answer, real. Just I so you am know. legit married to a woman that has not seen me eat sushi yet. She hasn't but, seen but you, you eat sushi. But you tried it, bro. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But no, no, you can't live 30 years on this planet and have never tried sushi. In LA. Okay. Even if it was a California roll, bro. sushi, what do you characterize as sushi? Everything... Okay, the only thing I'll say this. Is it, it sushi no, 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 fish, hold on, hold on. Right? That's, a, that's a good question. Is it that's, fish? No, no, hold up, just a second. Go ahead. So I still cl- technically consider a California roll a sushi, even though it is not actually well, always I don't real even fish. Know, what's a California roll? It's that it's fake the, crab it's meat the fake and with crab the little celery the, and Sometimes avocado. Yeah, yeah But I still, it's, is it seafood? It's, it's fake crab. Tech, it's fake crab. So yes, so I'm saying that as long as it's some sort of uncooked fish. Okay, so I have not had sushi. Yes, you have. You're I've never, not, I've never eaten uncooked fish. You've tried it at least once. Not once. I don't believe you. Get the I, fuck out. Here's the thing. I don't believe you. <laughs> here's the thing. I, I didn't start you. eating fish until Boston, and I don't eat uncooked fish. The only sushi I had don't was a rice you. wrapped in seaweed. I still. So we need to change up. that, bro. Rice wrapped. Oh no, I will not eat raw fish ever. Okay, wait, so you You've won't eat. We have poke. I don't like fish. Uh, like, we just had fish. No, I know I can eat that because he I had eat, I, a I, lot of fish. I can eat fish and chips. He because ate three fishes. I, I, no, we, we need to get to we need to get to his. Let's answer. get to his answer. Yeah, go I'm ahead, sorry. go ahead, go ahead. What's the lie, bro? What's the lie? Yeah, that's yeah. all we need What's to know. Okay, first I want to leave with buck <laughs> sushi. <All> buck <laughs> sushi. Thank you. I never Thank had you. sushi ever. You never had sushi. You're not telling the truth. Buck. Thank you. Wait, but you've never had it, bro? Hashtag. You've never had rice. You've never had rice and seaweed. On God, bro? No seaweed. No, no, no. Hey, Vegas. 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 On God, I'm changing that in the next month. Don't do that. Don't do that. In the next month. We don't want it. We don't want it. Y'all just. We don't want it. That shit nasty. So what's raw fish already to me is a bust. But you've never had it. But I don't want raw fish. I don't want raw fish. Y'all saying it's so popular when four, it's four people in this room and half of them like fuck sushi. Yeah, Not no. we won't have sushi. But and we admit, I will personally we, admit to the fact that I attract weirdos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, y'all, dude, who you telling? Jay, uh, no, Jordan. Jordan, you don't even like in. mac and cheese. You don't even like macaroni. That's bro, weird bro, the, as shit. Here's the thing. The only thing you can say I don't or like. pizza. Like I don't cheese like pizza? cheese. Oh, I don't like pizza? sour cream. Don't and I don't like yogurt. bro. It makes me seem pickier than I am. Bro, it makes me seem pickier than I am. But those are the only things I don't eat. What did you find it harder to believe? So okay, then let me ask you guys this. When did you find it harder to believe that somebody doesn't like cheese fucking pizza than 
Sushi? No, no, no. No, this, never this, this, had no, no, no. sushi. No, exactly. no. I wanted to be oh, clear never, what we're talking oh, about. Okay, then let's change I don't the believe that you've never, never had, had sushi. cheese pizza yeah. as opposed to never but had I've sushi. But I've had cheese, and which is what led me to the conclusion that I don't like cheese. So you've had all those so cheeses. So y'all just had, had a... Bro, I had a fifth-grade Italian teacher that never, insisted that I, I tried all different kinds of cheese to make sure I didn't like it. Uncooked. And I, from the day from day one, yeah. was like, it ain't going inside of me. As soon as I saw them wrap un, uncooked fish at the first time at a sushi, I was like, I should have guessed oh, that though, bro, because That's I gross. invited you yeah, to Poke one time and you refused. I should have actually guessed that. Hell no, I still don't believe you. You thinking no. that like it's impossible for you to have accidentally ever eaten a piece of sushi? No. I don't believe you. I, first off, I'm picky. I'm su- super look, picky. Look, I, look, I, look, look, I, I lived. Almost ten years in Boston. Well, let's 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 shout out to the Damn. place with the real fish. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Boston? best seafood. It's not the only is place. It, that is that it a coastal fish. city? Yeah. It's not the only place is that it? has yeah. fish. It's New not. England is where you uh, get all that. Stuff. We already established my geography is off, but oh no, like, no, like you, everything you eat in Boston seafood wise come out the water that day. That's right. That's like if you go slightly up north, all those lobsters, Maine, all the, the whole northeast is a shit ton of seafood. If you go to Boston. You can't walk past fish and ships. It's Boston. That shit is like they took that shit straight from yeah, England. I was about to say that's so, UK. No, yeah, but I'm saying who does it here? Like our fish and chips is like, come on now. Maybe all soggy chips. I hate it. Like we actually have fish chips. Is just nasty. But I'm not. I'm not gonna go into that because anybody listening is like, it's no competition when it comes to New England seafood versus I'm anywhere sorry. else. I'm like sorry, so, bro. but I'll tell you this: as much New England seafood I've had, I had almost zero seafood besides shrimp before eighteen because I was one of those black kids that when you went to Red Lobster, I didn't even fuck with the fish. It was chicken tenders and the shrimp. Yeah, That's I suck, it. Bro. So, but when I got to be an adult, I was just like, okay, this place really makes fish. I'm gonna try to learn some stuff. And I was like, you know what? I might like fish if it's fried. Maybe I eat it like chicken. And then I found a cod. Some place I was like, all right, I can mess with cod. And then I found some halibut. And then, and then I was like, I'll finally try catfish. Those are like the three fishes I eat. Now my wife makes salmon. I don't like it, but I eat it. Salmon is okay. salmon is bomb. So we've yeah. so we've established I, that y'all are weirdos. It's all good. Y'all are you know horrible. what I'm saying? I think that they're like, lower. I want to make sure trapped. they're canceled by the end of this interview. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing with y'all. I'm playing with y'all. <laughs> I, I'll tell y'all the lie though. The lie was that I love celery. Everything else is true. Okay. And wow. you know what? I impulsively let y'all know that I sniff pillows, and that's a deep, dark secret, honestly. That's I, not that, that's I, not I that deep. Think, I, it's I not that, that it's not deep. It's a little not dark. embarrassing. I thought that was true, and I thought nah, you, but then I was just it like, is, is he just saying that throw me off? Because it seems more true than anything. This is the guy in my studio. Go ahead. Can okay, we no. answer live? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to put him on speakerphone. Hey, what's up, man? You on speaker. Hey, what's up? Hey, why did that Yo, picture so, get on the ground? Yeah, so I'm trying to lock up, but the lock, somebody closed the lockbox, I guess, as they were. We were going in and out. Oh, I don't know. I kept the light switches up because I know you control it through your phone. Tell him don't say the code out loud. Well, you can t- turn off the main light switch. You can just beep it out. Later. You can turn that one off. Um, I'll turn that off. I'll turn that off. Is it? There's a moon in the bathroom. Is it opening? I church. I just try to open it right now. Um, we doing business. Or I can send you Live. how that did that pick? <laughs> I, I seen a picture fell off the wall in the back. You hey, you on the podcast, by the way. You on the podcast, bro. Yeah. We recording the podcast right now. You on the podcast. <laughs> we seen that shit. We seen that we seen shit it. on the podcast. We seen it. We seen it. That's hilarious. 
I don't like. I literally said out loud, "How did they, they even get that off the wall?" Yeah, why did y'all do <laughs> How that? How did that even happen? I think the spirit of Michael Jackson was present in the studio. Right. He said, "If you live it, it off broken? the wall." No, no, it's not broken. Okay, thank God. I just sent you. If you break, you bribe, brother. I, well, I made him get. I, I made you get insurance, huh? He got insurance. We got oh, insurance. That's good. Go ahead. For sure. Thank you so much. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for gracing the Post Fader podcast, man. man. Appreciate you. I'm incredibly grateful for you. Can y'all make sure that, that the viewers get to see the the conversation before the uh, podcast? Absolutely, started? absolutely not. The one oh, that's not happening. Okay. The no, one no. Where, hey, y'all DM me. I'm gonna tell y'all stuff. everything. Here's I'm gonna tell y'all everything they said. We we the caption. I was moving around a little bit too much because y'all kept saying that like it wasn't gonna be on air, and now you want it on air. So like we just go preface. I don't it want it on air. As like <laughs> it's giving I, manipulation. He doesn't want it on we'll air. Press, we'll preface it as like no, an no, outtake. Yeah, I just kept saying. No, we'll preface it like an outtake so it don't look like I'm like what the hell nah, am I doing? It's giving exploitation of vulnerability. Y'all yeah, DM me exactly and I'm gonna tell you everything. Yeah. I'll tell you everything you want to uh, know. Just <laughs> DM me. I'll tell you everything. I promise. See. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Hey. Vegas Tank. Yes, sir. Hello, how you doing? Appreciate it. And we only 45 minutes late. That's not that bad. (laughs) That's not that bad. That's good black people time. Hey, that was better than me. That's good black people time. All right, y'all. All All right. Oh, I got a pee.